Welcome to the Bible Vault, where we unpack the jewels of God's Word. I'm Jason. And I'm Katrina. And today we're starting our series on Who is Jesus? by talking about the four Gospels. I'm just so excited for this episode. The Gospels are absolutely up there on my list of favorite parts of the Bible. So let's just jump right into it. Jason, can you give us an overview? What are the Gospels? The Gospels are a collection of writings from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which speak of the life of Jesus and focus on his ministry. According to the study Bible we use, the Lutheran Study Bible, early church leaders Aristion, John the Presbyter, who are both from the first century, Clement of Rome, who was around 96 AD, and Papias, who served as the Bishop of Hierapolis in Asia Minor and lived from roughly 60 to 130 AD, provided the earliest description of who wrote the Gospels and how they were written. These descriptions are still held as the best means to understand the background of the Gospel writings. So, who are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Matthew was a tax collector and, along with John, was one of the twelve disciples of Jesus. John was a fisherman, son of Zebedee, and brother of another disciple named James. Luke was a physician who became an apostle and a companion of Paul. And Mark is traditionally held to be the interpreter for Peter in his ministry after the death of Christ. So why are the Gospels significant? I believe the best answer to this is actually under the heading of what is a Gospel in the Lutheran Study Bible. And what is the Gospel reads, For readers today, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John may seem much like biographies. But take note that a Gospel is more than an account of a person's life and achievements. With the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the evangelists wrote the Gospels to persuade their readers that Jesus is the Christ, God's Son, who came to save sinners. They prepared their accounts with this goal in mind. Although they focused on what happened, they wanted to illustrate why Jesus was born, lived, died, and rose again even while they told the story. The evangelists commonly cited passages from the Old Testament to demonstrate how Jesus fulfilled the prophecies about the coming Messiah. Differences in the order and style of the Gospels arose because the evangelists were writing to persuade different audiences. For this reason, each Gospel has a different plot and climax that should be respected for its literary genius and treasured for its faith-filled testimony. That just about sums it up. What are some of the problems with the Gospels? I would say the biggest issue is the synoptic problem. Matthew, Mark, and Luke are known as the synoptic Gospels due to their similarity. John is a bit different, which we'll get into more when we cover his gospel in another episode, actually the next episode that we're going to do. But early on, the similarities between the synoptic gospels were viewed as a weakness to the story of Jesus, and some tried, though unsuccessfully, to blend the gospels into one story. As mentioned in the What is a Gospel section that we just read, the material was written in an effort to persuade different audiences. Therefore, while the historical material itself is very similar, such as Jesus' birth, baptism, the passion, and resurrection, and indeed the style may have been influenced by one another too, each gospel itself is different and focuses on different things. For example, the details of Jesus' ministry might be arranged differently, or they might include some different miracles or even different narrations of the same miracles. Another problem concerning the unity of the Gospels is that of Q, which is German for quell, or source, which is believed to be a common source for the Gospels. 
However, no such source has been found in either manuscript or in mentioned form from early church leaders. So while there are many theories regarding the unity of the Gospels, there's certainly no definitive answer. Uh, I can see how those problems would be important to understand. So how about the history of the Gospels? What about that? I think Eusebius in his church history describes it best. As read from the Lutheran Study Bible, uh, Eusebius is quoted as saying, So greatly did the splendor of piety illumine the minds of Peter's hearers that they were not satisfied with hearing once only and were not content with the unwritten teaching of the divine gospel. But with all sorts of entities they besought Mark, a follower of Peter, and the one whose gospel is extant, that... He would leave them a written monument of the doctrine which had been orally communicated to them. Nor did they cease until they had prevailed with the man and had thus become the occasion of the written gospel which bears the name of Mark. And they say that Peter, when he learned through a revelation of the spirit of that which had been done, was pleased with the zeal of men and that the work obtained the sanction of his authority for the purpose of being used in the churches. Clement, in the eighth book of his hypostasy, Hippotypuses, sorry, hard word, uh, gives this account, and with him agrees the bishop of Hierapolis named Papias. And Peter makes mention of Mark in his first epistle, which they say that he wrote in Rome itself, as is indicated by him when he calls the city by a figure, Babylon. As he does in the following words, quote, The church that is at Babylon, elected together with you, salutes you, and so does Marcus my son, end quote. Of all the disciples of the Lord, only Matthew and John have left us written memorials, and they, tradition says, were led to write only under the pressure of necessity. For Matthew, who had at first preached to the Hebrews when he was about to go to other peoples, committed his gospel to writing in his native tongue, and thus compensated those whom he was obliged to leave for the loss of his presence. And when Mark and Luke had already published their gospels, they say that John, who had employed all of his time in proclaiming the gospel orally, finally proceeded to write for the following reason. The three Gospels already mentioned, having come into the hands of all and to his own two, they say that he accepted them and bore witness to their truthfulness, but that there was lacking in them an account of the deeds done by Christ at the beginning of his ministry. As for Luke, in the beginning of his Gospel, he states himself the reasons which led him to write it. He states that since many others had more rashly undertaken to compose a narrative of the events, of which he had acquired perfect knowledge, he himself, feeling the necessity of freeing us from their uncertain opinions, delivered in his own gospel an accurate account of those events in regard to which he had learned the full truth, being aided by his intimacy and his stay with Paul and by his acquaintance with the rest of the apostles. This also, the presbyter said, Mark, having become the interpreter of Peter, wrote down accurately, though not in order, Whatsoever he remembered of the things said or done by Christ, for he neither heard the Lord nor followed him, but afterward, as I said, he followed Peter, who adapted his teaching to the needs of his hearers, but with no intention of giving a connected account of the Lord's discourses, so that Mark committed no error while he thus wrote some things as he remembered them. For he was careful of one thing, not to omit any of the things which he had heard, and not to state any of them falsely. These things are related by Papias concerning Mark. But concerning Matthew, he writes as follows, So then Matthew wrote the oracles in the Hebrew language, and everyone interpreted them as he was able. Wow, what a great explanation. So as we're wrapping up, 
Do you have any final thoughts on the Gospels? I just uh, agree with the with the study Bible and that as we go through these Gospels, we should definitely look at them as both a collective and as individual accounts of Jesus's ministry and take them each for what they're worth. Yeah, I absolutely agree. So if you have any further questions, please be sure to head over to our Instagram page at the Bible Vault Podcast and shoot us a message. We'd love to hear from you. We'd also love to hear your story and learn more about our listeners. So feel free to reach out at any time. Next episode, we'll continue our saga on who is Jesus by going more in-depth on the gospel according to John. And then after that, we'll continue by going into the first part of John chapter 1. Thank you for joining us today on the Bible Vault. God bless, and we'll see you next time.